Chapter Eleven of Bow Brocade by Baroness Emma Orksey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Stranger's Name. Mistress Betty was the first to recover from terror and surprise. She too had fixed a pair of large and wondering eyes upon the stranger. "'Tis the gentleman who brought the letter from his lordship last night,' she whispered to her mistress. Patience closed her eyes for a moment. Her spirit, which had gone a-roaming into the land of dreams, where dwell heroes and proud knights of old, came back to earth once more. "'Then he must have guessed my brother was here,' she murmured, and did it to save him." but the tension being relaxed already the bright and sunny nature which appeared to be the chief characteristic of the stranger quickly reasserted itself and soon he was laughing merrily oh ho gone by my faith he said to john odds life but he swallowed that clean as a mullet after bait eh friend stitch it seemed as if he purposely avoided looking at patience perhaps with the innate delicacy of a kindly nature he wished to give her time to recover her composure but now she came forward turning to him with a gentle smile that had an infinity of pathos in it sir she said i would wish to thank you he put up his hand with a gesture of self-deprecation to thank me madam he said with profound deference nay you do but jest i have done nothing to deserve so great a favour he bowed to her with perfect courtly grace but she would not be gainsaid she wished to think that he had acted thus for her sir you wrong your own most noble deed she said will you not allow me to keep the sweet illusion that what you did just now you did from the kindness of your heart because you saw that we were all anxious and that i was unhappy she looked divinely fair as she stood there beside him with the rays of the slanting september sun touching the halo of her hair with a wand of gold her voice was musical and low and there was a catch in her throat as she held out one tiny trembling hand to him he took it in his own strong grasp and kept it a prisoner therein for a while then he bent his slim young figure and touched her fingertips with his lips faith madam he said by that sweet illusion and it dwell a while in your memory i am more than repaid in the meanwhile john had pushed open the small door which led to the inner shed quite safe my lord he shouted gaily only friends present brother and sister regardless of all save their own joy in this averted peril were soon locked in each other's arms captain bathurst had heard her happy cry philip 
and seen the look of gladness brighten her tear-dimmed eyes and a curious feeling of wrath which he could not explain caused him to turn away with a frown and a sigh patience was clinging to her brother half hysterical nervous excited you are safe dear she murmured touching with trembling motherly hands the dear head so lately in peril quite safe let me feel your precious hands oh it was so horrible another moment and you were discovered sir she added once more turning to the stranger with the sweet impulse of her gratitude my thanks just now must have seemed so poor i was nervous and excited but see here is one who owes you his life and who i know would wish to join his thanks to mine but there was a change in his manner now he bowed slightly before her and said very coldly nay madame let me assure you once again that i have done not to deserve your thanks john stitch is my friend and he seemed in trouble if i have had the honour to serve you at the same time tis i who should render thanks she sighed somewhat disappointed at his coldness but philip with boyish impulse held out both hands to him nay sir he said i know not who you are but i heard everything from behind that door and i know that i owe you my life i beg you sir another moment and i had rushed out and sold my life dearly your noble effort sir did more than save that life he added taking patience's hand in his it spared a deep sorrow to one who is infinitely dear to me my only sister your your sister i my sister lady patience gascoigne i am the earl of stretton unjustly attainted by act of parliament the life you have just saved sir is henceforth at your command indeed philip added patience gently we already are deeply in this gentleman's debt betty who saw him tells me that it was he who brought me your letter yesternight you sir exclaimed stretton in profound astonishment then you are he paused instinctively for he had remembered his conversation with john stitch earlier in the day he remembered the anger the wonder which he had felt when the smith told him that he had entrusted the precious letter for lady patience to beau brocade the highwayman then you are repeated philip mechanically patience was clinging to her brother with her back towards the stranger so she did not see the swift look of appeal the slender finger put up in a mute earnest prayer for silence but now she turned and looked inquiringly at him her eyes asking for a name by which she could remember him captain jack bathurst he said bowing low at your command end of chapter eleven